You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode 13. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives, there are all sorts of reasons why people are job searching right now. So I want to talk to you today about how to maximize your energy when it comes to a creative job search, because we all know that applying for creative jobs requires some serious work. We're perfecting resumes, portfolios, online profiles, cover letters, setting up samples, reaching out to people. It takes a ton of creative energy just to even start a job search. And a lot of creatives assume that applying for as many jobs as they can will equal a higher potential success rate. But it's actually just the opposite. Getting rejection after rejection is going to reinforce any of those fear-based lizard brain imposter narratives that are already circling inside your head. Plus, it burns you out before you even get to the interviewer. And the last thing you want is to get a call back from a company that you have been wanting to work for for years and to feel too tired to show up in the way that you want to. So there are five things you want to strongly consider before you spend any of your precious time and energy and creativity on a job application. Use this to maximize the energy that you're putting into this job search. Because I can tell you, if you are thinking strategically through these five things, it's going to help you create that focus and that momentum that you need to get you those callbacks and interviews that you want. The first thing you want to consider is if your portfolio shows samples of the type of work that you'll be doing in the job that you're applying for. Employers look for candidates who have experience with the types of projects that they will need them to jump in on once they're hired. So if it's a digital design role and you've really only got large environmental print work to show, applying might not be worth your time. You want to make sure that whatever you're putting out there matches where you're trying to go. A lot of creatives make the mistake of just pumping their portfolio full of as many projects as possible, hoping that their audience will be able to pick out what's relevant. But the truth is you have about 60 to 90 seconds looking at someone's portfolio. And if the work that you need them to do isn't present, you're going to bounce to the next candidate. So making sure that whatever you're applying for that work is very visible on your site and easy for someone to see when they get to your site, that's going to increase your chances of a callback. So don't waste your time applying for things that you don't have experience in. The second thing you want to consider is how easy it is to tailor your resume to match the job description. The skills and responsibilities in job posting should be similar enough to yours that you just need to adjust the language and not rewrite every single bullet on your resume. This is where people burn themselves out. They have this idea that we need to redo the entire resume for every application. What you want to do is you want to match this as closely as possible so that both parties are set up for success from the beginning. So creating a resume layout where you can effectively swap out keywords or rearrange your bullets or add in a line about something that you know is important to the higher manager. 
No one wants to rewrite an entire resume for every job. This is why people get exhausted. And again, if you get that call back and you're so burned out from applying, you're not going to have the energy to show up how you want. The third thing you want to do is make sure there's alignment with where you are and your experience and the types of positions that you're applying to. The truth about hiring is that it has everything to do with alignment. Employers want the right level of experience for a role and the budget associated with it. So you could be an incredibly talented creative, but if the role you're applying for requires eight years of experience and you've only got three, they're probably going to pass on you. So making sure that you are only applying for positions that really reflect where you've been and what you have to offer and are aligned with the number of years you've been in the industry, that's going to increase your chances of getting to the next round. Now, there are a lot of people who have had 10, 20, 30 years in design. You will probably never see a job posting that requires 20 to 30 years of design experience. If you're a very seasoned creative, looking for something that's 10 to 15 years is completely relevant because it's likely that the last 10 to 15 years are going to reflect the type of work that they want you to do since creative changes so rapidly. And if you're someone that doesn't have a lot of experience, it's okay to apply for something that says one to three years. If you've had one or two, even six months, just make sure you're applying to positions that are entry level. If they're referring to it as an entry level position, they know that you have some growing to do and they are prepared to help you. The difference between those roles and a mid-level or senior role is the amount of work that your manager has to do with you. Because if you're not an experienced creative professional, you've never worked in an agency or a company, you've never experienced that environment or landscape, you're going to need someone to support you and mentor you as you learn the ropes. And so the reason why a lot of managers try and get someone with five to 10 years of experience is they know that person has had enough time in the agency setting or in-house setting to know that they're going to be able to connect with project managers, understand the process, interface with different teams or clients. But if you're someone who hasn't done that, it's really hard to pretend. So just make sure that you're applying for the role that is the right fit and is aligned to where you are in your career. The fourth thing you want to do when you're looking at job postings and deciding where to apply, ask yourself if you feel good about this job before you apply for it. Is it a role that makes you feel excited and alive as a creative? Or is it something that you could probably deal with if you really had to? HR managers can spot candidates who authentically express enthusiasm in the company, industry, or position, and they will weed out the ones who are just there for a paycheck. So those screening calls that we all have to go through with the HR team or the recruiter, that is what they're looking for. They want to know if you are enthusiastic about working for their organization. They don't want people who are just looking for a job. They want someone who's going to make a contribution and be excited about it. And if you don't feel good about the job, it's going to be really hard for you to interview and it's going to be even harder for you to negotiate because if you already feel like you're not really enthusiastic about the products or services that this organization is selling, you're going to go into the negotiation expecting a higher amount because your brain is going to tell you that you need to be compensated for that lack of interest. 
And we all know as creatives, it's so hard to do great work when you don't really care about it. And if you're going to put all the effort into applying, interviewing, negotiating, you want to make sure it's somewhere that you actually want to be because that is far too much energy to put into something that doesn't light you up. And the last thing, and this is the most important, you want to just relax. If you are someone who is listening to this and you have been applying for weeks, months, I want you to take a a very deep breath right now because I can tell you that a lot of creatives kick off their job search and then they get discouraged within a couple of weeks because they haven't heard anything and they didn't have this sort of glamorous reception they were hoping for after they put all of the effort into creating all the self-promotional materials. A lot of hiring managers don't even begin to look at candidates for the first two weeks after they open a job posting. And a lot of companies have longer hiring timelines with many levels of stakeholder approval. So just stay focused and be patient because when that callback finally comes, you're going to want the energy to make the best impression possible. And if you're someone who's been applying for months and you haven't gotten anywhere, I want you to take all the points from this podcast and I want you to go back and look at the places you've applied because I can guarantee you many of them probably don't align. They probably don't make you feel excited. They probably were too hard to update your resume to match. Or you might have not had the right work in your portfolio that reflects what that company does or sells. There are many reasons why we don't get callbacks when we apply for jobs. And I can tell you very few of those reasons have to do with your creative talent. It's all about fit and alignment, knowing where you want to go and knowing how you can get there. The job search is a long process, but sometimes the interview process is even longer. So make sure you're saving your energy and being strategic and staying focused and staying relaxed. If you do these things, you will see the progress that you haven't. You will get where you're going. It's exciting to be a creative. So I want to make sure that everyone out there has the support they need to be able to get the jobs that they want. And if you feel like you're really stuck and you need one-on-one support, I work with creatives all over the world to help move them forward in their job search, to help create those strategies for them and get them unstuck so that they can get those jobs that are really exciting to them. You can reach out to me at rockthatcreativejob.com. You can follow me on LinkedIn. I post a lot of content there. I also have 20 free YouTube videos that you can watch. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast because I have 13 other episodes waiting for you right now that are going to help you. And thanks for listening. And I'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>